This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is Thursday, August 31st, 2023. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change, albeit a few minutes late. Those of you who have been waiting patiently, I appreciate that. Got a great show for you today. Mark Porter is back from Las Vegas. He'll join Bill Curlick here in just a minute. But as you well know, this show is sponsored by Factor Meals, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Now that the season has gotten started, you're very busy. You're crunching numbers. You're scouting. Um, you're talking to your sources. What you need is to be able to eat great food in quick situations, and Factor Meals is the spot for that. They send you everything you need. This is high-quality food. This is no longer the TV dinner that mom used to make you, okay? This is legit food. There's nothing frozen in the middle. I have kids that are absolute food snobs, and I didn't think you could eat chicken out of a microwave. This is the best-tasting most gourmet, fast food, quick change you can get. They have 34 weekly flavor-packed, dietitian-approved meals. Everything's ready to eat in two minutes. I am telling you, this is a great deal. Um, You can set it up to be healthier, or you can be like me and log on to your protein kick. You're going to head to factormeals.com slash bucknuts50 to get 50% off. That's code bucknuts50 at factormeals.com. Dot com slash bucknuts50 to get 50% off, half price, fully tasty. Let me bring in my guys here. The great Bill Curlick, the great Mark Porter. Mark, you're back. You did not lose your family's uh, financial well-being in Las Vegas. The, the Grand Poobah doesn't lose. Right. <laughs> did I hear rumors that the Grand Poobah's, uh, the one really in charge of the Grand Poobah, loves to gamble? Yeah, I don't have to gamble. I just have to live vicariously through another person who does. Yeah, yeah. that's how I roll in Vegas. Uh, walking around and looking over the shoulder at uh, credits and see how many credits are left. She's a card shark, some have thought. So uh, that's good yeah. for you. Bill is here. He's doing well. Guys, it's game week. Our long, these guys have seen some real football um, on the gridiron. For a lot of us, 
this weekend is kind of the return to normalcy. I know my uh, family needed it. I got, I'm running out of things to talk about. So let's get today going, Bill. Um, I want to double back on one guy real quick, just because Mark didn't get a chance to, co- uh, to talk about him. And that is Cleveland Heights 2025 defender, Brandon Caesar. Bill, you can bring us up to speed quickly um, on the offer and the interest. And then Mark, as you are wont to do, provide the most comprehensive scouting report on an Ohioan you can get anywhere. William? I'll start by saying that I'm going to see him in person play tomorrow. I will be heading up to the Cleveland area to see uh, what should be a really good game. Cleveland Heights is one and one, and that uh, is, of course, home to uh, Brandon Caesar, the defensive end, defensive tackle for Heights, who just got the offer from Ohio State, and then Marquise Davis, the running back, who has had an offer from Ohio State since January. So I'll be heading up there uh, on Friday to see that game. Cleveland Heights is one and one, and they're coming off a ten and two season, so they're not going to want to lose again for sure. Um, uh, they lost a tough one last weekend to Paramus Catholic out of New Jersey, but they, uh, they're going to want to get back on the winning track and they're playing a team that is two and O Hudson high school's two and O. So it should be a good one. So I'll get to see both of them in person. I have not seen either one of them in a game in person yet. I've seen them at camps and all, but not actually in a game. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, with Caesar, his offer came from Larry Johnson. Uh, Larry Johnson FaceTimed him on Sunday or gave him a call, I should say, on Sunday and offered him a scholarship. And he, uh, Brandon, was very happy about the offer. So um, uh, I immediately, not immediately, but pretty close to immediately, crystal balled uh, Brandon to Ohio State. I like the Buckeyes' chances a lot there. His family, uh, Ohio State fans, his godfather, Ohio State fans, they think, they think it would be an ideal place, but he has some other schools that he definitely is looking at, SEC schools. He uh, likes Tennessee, went down there, uh, likes Kentucky. But in the end, I like Ohio State. Um, uh, talented kid, uh, just needs to get everything in order. And I think, uh, again, I like the Buckeyes there. Mark, aren't that, there aren't many 2025 offers out yet. So that would seem that they really want Brandon Caesar. Yeah, you know what? There's a short list that I'm sure the Ohio State recruiting department, when the season started, said, "Hey, after a couple of games, these are the guys we want to check back on really quick." And Brandon Caesar is one of those short list guys. Uh, going back a year or two, uh, Max Stevens, the head coach of Cleveland Heights, Kari Hicks, he's like the recruiting coordinator there. You know, those guys are great predictors of talent. They will tell you years in advance of the next guys coming through, and. Uh, Brandon was one of the guys they've been talking about for years. They thought he could have been an offer last year, probably could have been an offer at camp. But, hey, it took a couple of games. It's still an early offer. Uh, he, he was a defensive tackle, defensive end on film last year. One of the games I wanted to see this Friday night was Hudson versus Cleveland Heights like Bill. I figured I'd be a nice short one off the road here. Uh, I'm going to change gears and go down your way to Dayton and see uh, probably Huber Heights, Wayne, and St. Mary. I don't mean to skip ahead here. Trotwood Madison's playing Springfield. So uh, Bill and I may be crossing the streams here as we uh, cover games this weekend. But I would like to see Brandon this year in person to see the difference. I think he's lengthened out a little bit from what I could see on film. Uh, he may have grown. He looks like he may be like uh, – 
the guy we just signed who kind of is the defensive end, who kind of looked like a defensive tackle the year before. Edric uh, Houston. Edric Houston. I'm sorry. There we go. Yep. Kind of like that same mold. I, I wouldn't say that they're playing in a different ballpark right now, but if Bill's going to be there, we'll have tape and we'll break him down next week in the eye in the sky and we'll, you know, dive deep into this one and what the real differences are. But from what I've seen so far in length, a little more explosion. And I think when Larry Johnson, those guys checked out two game films, that's all it took. And, and one, one proud, of the things. Second, Bill Hutchin is the proud alma mater of Denison small forward Tyler Miller. My question is, such an early offer leads me to believe they have him close to the top of their list. Is it possible? Because I mean, if you look at his offer list, it's already robust. Um, yeah. Do you think, Bill, there's any chance that them getting – that they're even late to the party? Not really. I, I mean, he, he definitely wanted that offer. He was wondering uh, this summer about an offer. Uh, I talked to him about, like, going to Summerfest, for instance. And he said that, um, you know, he, he did not want to necessarily get back down to Ohio State until he got that offer. Now that right. offer is there. But uh, on Ohio State's end of it, keep in mind that there wasn't anything to see of Brandon as a sophomore because he fractured his ankle there you go. shortly, very shortly before the first game of his sophomore season. He didn't play basically the entire season. I think he made it back for the very last game of the season and played some in that game, playoff game and all. But basically, he missed his entire sophomore season. So, you know, High State doesn't give out offers very often at all without seeing a kid uh, play a, at least a, uh, you know, a little bit in a real game. And they, they did see him. Interesting. Here's kind of an interesting tidbit. Larry Johnson, when he called – uh brandon over the weekend and offered him a scholarship he told brandon he went through and watched every play of brandon's first two games this season like i said they lost a tough one to paramus catholic they won their first game but larry johnson watched told brandon he watched every single play of both of those games and after watching every single play decided yeah we want this kid okay um i'm impressed let's see what happens if Bill rolls the crystal ball that early, I'm going to be confident and we'll go from there. Bill, give us an idea of what the staff is up to now. The, with the season getting going, their schedule changes, much more focus on the task at hand. From a recruiting perspective, give us the layout for the next few weeks. Well, this is the beauty of having Mark Pantone and his staff uh, at your school. Uh, Mark Pantone is as good as it gets in the business. Uh, he has a great staff behind him. Um, at this point, their main focus is on that first game and on getting off to a good start and what's going on, especially at a re- an away game starting off right away. So they are, you know, not that they're not get, calling recruits and talking to them and all that, but their main focus right now is 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 the football season. And when you got somebody like Mark Pantone uh, taking over, Aaron Dunstan, who is his one of his assistants, they can leave it to those guys for the most part, those in some case gals, uh, to work on recruiting. They're getting kids lined up for visits. The first home game is Youngstown State next weekend. So uh, they're getting kids lined up. But uh, they're also getting kids lined up down the road, like, I've already got a growing list, an impressive list of kids that are going to visit for the Penn State game. That will be the recruiting game this season for the Buckeyes. Last year, they had Notre Dame at home. 
they have it away this year. Last year they had Michigan at home. That's away this year. So Penn State will be the game this year. Okay. I'm, let me uh, let me put yeah, let me put a finer point. Like I know we got some nerds out there. What is Mark Pantone's staff actually doing right now? I think like the day to day. I think what's nice about Ohio State, Alabama, some of these bigger schools is he actually has a staff of guys you've never heard of that are working as grad assistants, low-level guys, ex-head coaches, that he can pile film on those guys. He can say, okay, you you got California, and he, he may break it down in different ways, but area or position, you got all the quarterbacks, you got all the tight ends. Or, but, hey, let's say we got 10 guys under him. Hey, I want you watching the first three games in California of these 20 or 30 guys. You're doing Texas, you're doing Florida, you got the Midwest, blah, blah, blah. He divides them all up. Those guys go to work like grunts. I mean, and they're going to grind on film. The best of what they see will now make it to a higher-ups desk, whether it's a person before Pantone or Pantone. They'll go through all the best of the best of that type of stuff, whether it was by area or position. Now, as Pantone sees it, he's the eye that's got the golden eye. He's seen it all. He's the one that knows, okay, my underlings are doing a good job of getting me the right guys or I expected a little, you know, whatever. So he'll kind of rattle their chains where you need to dig harder, you need to find more, or let's go to the next rung. And then he presents to the position coaches like, hey, Larry, here's who we got for you this week. These are the hot names in your areas, in your position, whatever it may be. And it kind of filters up like that. And what's nice about Ohio State, this giant staff Bill refers to, is you can flip over more stones faster than anybody else. And you can be more thorough and, you know, than your, your opponents. Indiana, Purdue, most of the Big Ten are not running an organization like this. This is as close to a pro-style organization when it comes to recruiting and actually evaluating and double evaluating. They cross-check each other. If it, it may get to Pantone. It may go to Larry Johnson. Larry may say, no way. It doesn't pass my sniff test or whatever, coach. You know, here's what I'm looking for. Go back down, look for length, look for bigger hips or whatever your you know preferences are. So these guys all tune up like that, and, and it goes on behind the scenes. These guys don't make the trips to the football games. They you know they're watching the game on TV like everybody else, but they're back in that room, and I guarantee they're watching tape right now as we speak. Uh, I try to keep up with them in Ohio, but their staff can get ahead of me sometimes in Ohio because they just have more Mark Porters than I have. Uh, so it's, it's a pretty cool process to see the, you know, the, the sausage made, but boy, there's a lot of kids. There's hundreds of thousands of kids being evaluated in the next, you know, eight to 10 weeks by Ohio state. And then not to mention once they do make the list, like you said, there's females and administrative staff that have to call the coach, call the player, set up the dates, set up the airlines, set up the coach's flight. Coach, when are you going to call these kids? Here's all the correct phone numbers. Here's all the phone numbers we called that didn't work. Don't call these numbers. I mean, there are so many little trip-ups along the way where we don't have a phone number for the kid. We don't have a phone number for the coach. We don't. It, it, it goes on and on and on, and this kid doesn't have a ride. How do we get him here? You know, like – it, it's a it's nonstop, and I guarantee that there's very little sleep for those guys. Oh, hold on one sec. It's a massive undertaking, and just to echo Mark's point there on two levels. One, Mark knows of what he speaks. Uh, he can see in real time who's watching video at Scouting Ohio, so he knows when the midnight oil is getting burned. And also keep in mind, recruiting is mostly, for most schools, generally a regional exercise. 
for Ohio State, it's the earth. If there's a tight end in Germany, they're going to want to see him. So what you're talking about is a large undertaking for Ohio State if you take into account they're recruiting the best of the best, whereas most, maybe Michigan and a little bit of Penn State, but Michigan, uh, Penn State's not spending a ton of time in California. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Ohio State, whether you're in Portland, Oregon, or Portland, Maine, they're coming for you. So, William? I know I know. Ohio State would like me to make this point. All of their coaches recruit Ohio. So, right. in addition to them being the national net, they all – Blanket, Ohio, they all have their region, and they talk to every high school in their region. Even if it's just to have a sip of coffee and say, hey, we're just checking on you this year. No, you don't have any seniors or juniors. How about a freshman or sophomore? They make the phone call, shake the hands, kiss the babies, great politicians. So, yeah, Ohio is definitely an all-in for everybody, but nationally is where they break up. Listen, the reason Ohio State is better than the rest of the teams in the Big Ten, generally speaking, as I say that again, is because the state of Ohio is much more productive as a recruiting ground than any other state in the Midwest. Bill, I'm sorry, I cut you off twice. No problem. I, and, and talking about the, the Ohio stuff, they use, as Mark mentioned about the regional guys, they, they take advantage of guys' strengths. Ed Terwilliger. Uh, used to be the head coach right up the road from where I live at Olden Tangy High School. Uh, he is, you know, a, a veteran of many years of head high school coaching in the state of Ohio. So who is one of their main guys when it, on the staff when it comes to the Ohio kids? Ed Jerwilliger. You know, he, he researches those Ohio kids. He's got the connections with the Ohio coaches, having been – a head coach and all. So he is a perfect fit for the job he has. And he does a great job of really researching the kids in, in the state of Ohio for the staff. All right. Before we go any further, <clears throat> our second sponsor, because you guys are so popular and the show is now driving revenue like a mug. Hey there, Bucknutters. Are you ready to indulge in some mouthwatering Italian street food while cheering on our beloved Buckeyes? If you're looking for the ultimate game day feast, look no further than Piata Italian Street Food. It's time to elevate your tailgate experience with Piata's delicious pastas, piattas, and salads. Options include tender pasta cooked to perfection, tossed in rich, flavorful sauces. This is making me hungry. Whether you're a fan of classic marinara or creamy carbonara, Piata's got you covered. Let's not forget about Piata's. These thin Italian wraps filled with your choice of grilled meats, fresh veggies, and irresistible sauces are game changers. Mm. Now that we've made you hungry, we are offering you, the listener and the viewer, an exclusive online-only discount. This week only, you can receive a free piata pasta or salad with the purchase of a regular entree. Use code GOBUCKS, G-O-B-C-U-K-S, all caps, one word, at checkout online or in the Piata One app. To receive a buy one, get one, any piata, pasta, or salads available. The offer is valid through September 1st. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. 
and it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now, and listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Don't forget, use the code GOBUCKS at checkout online or with the Piat app. This offer cannot be combined with other discounts or offers. GOBUCKS and Go Piata. We are all going to be chowing down this weekend. That will be the day after for both of you guys when you head out to the Gridiron Friday night. Bill, where are you headed and why? Well, uh, again, it'll be Hudson High School up in the Cleveland area. Um, to see Cleveland Heights at Hudson. Um, when, when I looked at the schedule for this weekend, it's interesting. Um, one of the other games I considered I think uh, will be a good game is the Pickerington North is hosting Upper Arlington. Uh, that'll be a good one. Two good teams. Upper Arlington, um, uh, I believe, is 2-0 and this year. And Pickerington North, of course, has Sam Williams-Dixon, the high State running back. Uh, I'll see him later in the season, but I think that'll be a good one. And then when I looked at other games, it's, it's interesting. How many Ohio State commitments – are playing out-of-state teams this weekend, whether it be uh, um, uh, Lakewood St. Edwards is playing another team from Maryland, uh, Upper Marlboro, I believe. Um, And if you go to some of the other out-of-state kids, they're playing teams that aren't in their states this weekend. So it's kind of an interesting schedule uh, for the Ohio State commitments. Every one of the Ohio State commitments, uh, their team – is playing this weekend. How about you, Mark? I think I'm going to go see Wayne versus uh, St. Vincent, St. Mary, and Huber Heights Wayne. That's Tion Hunter, uh, Kamari Smith, Tyrell Lewis. There's a trio of 2025-26 kids and a few more I need to check out. Uh, Maurice Douglas, the head coach of Springfield, returning to his old stomping grounds over Trotwood Madison. So I'm going to try to make it over there for the second half. Uh, I think that'll be a great game with Springfield and Trotwood. Trotwood has uh, a group of players I'd like to see. Uh, Always. Other than, other than Aaron Scott, they have sincere keys. Uh, Jamil Miller is a player I saw at Kenton Ridge last year that has transferred over to uh, Springfield. He's a big receiver, 6'3". Uh, and Trotwood Madison has Jamil Atkins, who is a tight end, 6'7", 255. He's making the transition to offensive tackle. Let's see how that's going. You know, it, I, I, I much like Ohio State's recruiting department. I have kids that I saw this summer that I'm like, you know what? I want to keep following up. I think there's some smoke where there's smoke, there's fire. And I'm looking for the fire. And yeah, like hopefully we find some guys that, you know, like Ohio state, we were the first to see them. Be interesting to see how Springfield responds. I know they were very confident heading into their game with DeMatha and got taken to the cleaner. So that will be interesting. Um, St. Edwards, by the way, St. Ed's is playing Rock Creek Christian Academy in Upper Marlboro, Bill. 
just so you know, I've never heard of Rock Creek Christian <laughs> Academy. And I'm I'm not going to say what I what comes to my mind, they're, but um, they're not they're not Bishop Sycamore. They're a real. That's team. what came to my <laughs> mind. I'm not going to Mark. I I wanted to say it, and I telekinetically shot it to the Scouting Ohio home office, and somehow it bounced out of there, which was wonderful. I just watched Ma- major that. digression. I haven't watched BS High yet on uh, Bishop Sycamore. I recorded it while I was gone. I'm dying to watch it. Dying to watch it. I have watched it, and it is. Bill, have you seen it? I have not. It's having covered their games. It's staggering. It's staggering. I feel terrible for the kids, but I almost had to turn it off because the guy who ran it is such a con artist that I felt the desire to like physically accost him about halfway through. It's unbelievable. So unbelievable thing. It was probably, it was probably two or three years ago this week that I went to see Bishop Sycamore versus Huber Heights Wayne. I got there for the 7 o'clock game, and knowing I'm on a tight schedule, I have to be out of there at halftime for the next game. The Bishop Sycamore buses weren't even at the game at 7 o'clock. I mean, it, I mean, every red legendary. flag in the world says you can't get your kids on a bus and get them to the game on time. And I had to go across town to my other game, come all the way back because the game didn't start till 8.30 or 9 o'clock. It was a giant, you know what, and every time I covered that game, I'd come away looking at my notes going, hey, I like 35. Yeah, he's 24 years old. Like, it's, it was just, it never, it just was bad vibes, so I can't wait to see it. As bad as you think it is, it's worse. That's what I'll yeah. tell you. I, I, I mean, I can't, we, maybe we should do some kind of show on this at some point in time when we could sit and dive deep on it, and we'll do an extra show some week for that. But let's yeah. get to your questions. Uh, that uh, Neil Harris is seeing some good football down there, man. I mean, I need to go down to Gwinnett County for a weekend. We need to fire up Bucknuts one, Mark, and go down there and compare, uh, compare the two. All right, Bucknuts one is a car headed down 77. It is not, <laughs> it is a jet that leaves out of the Springboro airport. And let me tell you, there something. We go. once you've flown on Bucknuts one, going back to Delta is no fun experience, buddy. I've only done it a couple times, and let me tell you something. It is all it's cracked up to be. I didn't put any Instagram selfies out there from my paparazzi friends like you're supposed to when you're on a jet. Yeah. But, uh, I'm going to tell you something. It's legit. Um, we once went to meet ESPN one day. It was a nine-to-five day via the jet, and it felt less than driving in traffic. So believe me, I'm not uh, – used to that kind of stuff all right let's let's get to some questions here there were some really good prep questions at the beginning here and you guys are the ones to ask so i apologize for scrolling back bill can you handle this one will any of the staff be in south florida this year scouting players i'd love to come to a game and say hi if you're nearby oh absolutely yeah absolutely i mean they're uh, you they're going to be at the Jeremiah Smith game, for instance. Uh, that will absolutely happen. And it, they'll get down. And, they usually, though, wait uh, till later in the season, mid to late season to get down to Florida. And same thing when they go out on their recruiting trips um, in January in um, after the season, the high school season's over. They usually save the state of Florida for later. They when they can go back out on the road. Um, 
it's usually the Ohio schools they hit first and then the Midwest schools, and then they get down to Florida a little bit later. But absolutely, Brian Hartline is going to be down there. He has uh, recruiting territories in Florida. Uh, Tony Alford has territories in Florida. Ryan Day, of course. So, yeah, they'll get down to games in Florida. I wouldn't expect them, though, till a little bit later. I think there's a chance the question, Bill, was really about yourself and whether you'll be down there scouting. <laughs> I'm serious. And yeah, my I think, response yeah. to that is Bill can be down there. If you want to see Bill work his magic, it'll be around all-star game time. We tend to send Bill to Texas or Florida for one of them every year. I, I'd have to check the schedule this year to see where the uh, All-American game is. But yeah, Speaking of Bucknuts 1. out there if you know where to go. Go ahead, Mark. Yeah, speaking of uh, Bucknuts Air Force 1, that's what should be taking the Dean down to a Jeremiah Smith game. Agreed. We'll see if we can work that out. The answer is usually when I ask that question, I don't get a call back, but we'll see if we're going to try on that. Mika Hanna, one of our best. This name is one that uh, we figure to hear quite often. What position will Landon Pace play in college? Uh, this is Orlando's son, I believe, Bill. And yep. I think it's a tight end or offensive line question. Is that right? You get yeah. one you guys can take that. Yeah, Landon will definitely be a tight end in college. He is not an offensive lineman. Uh, Mark and I both saw him in camp this year, and he's bigger and everything, but he is he is not uh, his dad at, you know, 6'7 or whatever, 6'6 six, six and 300 pounds. Landon is a tight end H-back guy, and I'll, I'll digress real quick a little bit. Uh, uh, there's another tight end, if Ohio State fans aren't aware of him, should be. Imari Winston from Georgia. He's a tight end H-back guy that uh, um, Ryan Day and Keenan Bailey both FaceTimed with him this week. They like him a lot, and he likes Ohio State a lot. He's got Ohio State as one of his top six schools, and uh, I crystal balled him through Ohio State quite some time ago. But uh, he tweeted out yesterday, Imari did, uh, a little video of his first game or two this season Really, really impressive. He is an outstanding prospect and a kid that absolutely could be end up in Ohio State's 2025 recruiting class. Tom Pauly, Mark and Bill, have any of the unknowns in the Ohio's 24 class, actually he doesn't even say Ohio, have any of the unknowns in the 24 high school level started making a name for themselves yet, or is it too early to tell? We'll stick with Ohio on this. It is a little bit early, but like you said, Bill, Two games of Brandon Caesar was enough. Yeah, um, and I'll let Mark chime in on the uh, the Ohio guys. But uh, uh, the question is, of any of the unknowns in two thousand in the two thousand twenty four high school level um, for Ohio State, they're going to be keeping an eye on some guys. But most of their work is, is done in in Ohio. You know, they've been they've combed over that class two thousand twenty four class for months and months and in you know, actually years. Uh, so they're on for the most part in Ohio to 2025. Now, if somebody um, after a few games uh, surfaces more so and is having great, great season, they'll know about it and they'll, they'll be after that kid. Mark. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, I saw Hunter Grunkenmeyer play last Friday versus Medina. And I think that's the type of player they're going to check back up on. He's committed to Penn state. He is, Gone leaps and bounds from the last couple of years, athletically, physically. He looks like a different player. They put up 50-some points against Medina, and it was easy for him. Like, there'll be guys like that that they look back at again and say, okay, and if there's any, you know, 
dropage in the class or they lose a player, you know, we'll go to Ohio first. So I think that it's only their due diligence. And I think guys like to see what is Penn State getting? What is Michigan getting? I bet you they watch Ted Hammond again. I bet you they watch uh, Ben Roebuck again. I bet you they watch every one of those other committed players to kind of know what those other teams are actually going to end up with and kind of predict, hey, I think Michigan got one or didn't get one or they took a lemon. Uh, that's the type of stuff for 24. Uh, if Ohio State is going to go after a player, it, I doubt it's an unknown. I think Bill said that before. Like, coaches don't go off to a board like the kid that has no offers that the MAC hasn't offered yet or something like that. They usually go to a kid that's committed to another big-time program they think they can steal or lure or have the right, you know, bait for him to leave the, the current commitment. And that's usually where the best players are currently committed. There's a lot of questions here that are kind of similar about guys who are emerging and we'll just give them a couple more weeks. Um, and we'll and, and Ohio State's going to be farther ahead than Bill and I, not to discount what we do, but there's dozens of Not on the of Ohio them. guys, Mark. Yeah, I mean, but there's dozens of them. I mean, there's – I mean, they might. Some of those guys are on the twenty-five and twenty-six, and I'm onto those classes too. It's a wide. Net. I mean, we kind of dove into minutia at the beginning for some of these questions that are being asked. But I mean, you're talking about the class of 2024. How important is that? How many guys are left? The class of 2025 is the hottest thing in the world. Ohio State's got to be looking at 2026 for the freaks, mm -hmm. and 2027. Dare I even say it, Bill? That I mean, that's next. Listen, Mr. Slate underrated Flintstone's character. So if I'm being compared to him because you're the grand poobah, Bill's Barney Rubble, we're doing well here. <laughs> they said it. Uh, it's not me. I saw that. It's great. As long as I'm still in charge, guys. I, I was got, a big uh, Flintstones fan when I was uh, younger. I got plenty of – I got a family to support here. Um, I was more of a Betty guy than a Wilma. Okay. <laughs> hey. That's the, we're going to get into a Gilligan's Island argument here in a second. Um, all right. Let's uh, switch to this weekend. As you can tell, there's a Buckeyes fan in the house who his mom is gone. And let me tell you something. You better not walk in front of my house or you're going to hear it from a 15-pound dog who loves to yell. He'd be a good – my dog would be like the corner that likes to come up and hit. You know what I'm saying? Probably Sounds Emmanuel like Forbes of the Redskins, about 160 pounds, but still willing to come up and hit. But I, I digress. I heard that as soon as you mentioned the high State game. He's <laughs> ready. He or she is ready for some football. He's like, enough of this recruiting crap. Let's get to the real uh, thing. Uh, let's talk about this weekend. Ohio State plays Indiana. I don't know if you know this. And I, I, I think I'll have this statistic correct. The longest Power Five Winning streak over another program is Ohio State over Indiana, and the number is 28. So it's fair to assume that if you get even money, take Ohio State on the money line this weekend. I doubt I think you will. 1990, 1990 was a tie. Okay. Because I, I just read that. But you're right. It's, it is the longest streak. Unbeaten. Yeah. It, I, but I did notice there was a tie in there. As you were like, I'm delighted. Did I actually read what Dan's talking about? So – yeah, even money, like printing money. Uh, it's too bad these these comments aren't public because now we're everyone's going through and giving us all cartoon. You got a George Jetson <laughs> for my hair in here. I need a haircut. I got the George Jetson going. Anyway, um, last year when Ohio State played um, Indiana, it was not one of those close games because, believe it or not, in the last 
despite that statistic of dominance, Indiana's given them a scare a couple times in the last five or six years, but last year was not one of them. I believe Mayan Williams got hurt in the second quarter and he had 140 rushing yards. They put Dallin Hayden in. He went over 100. Um, what do you expect out of this weekend? Mark, we'll go with you first. They've announced Kyle McCord as the starter. Do you think they'll come out and try and throw for 500 yards, run for 500 yards? Could they do both? Your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, we're making this sound almost like a scrimmage. And, it, and if Indiana has a chance, it's first game of the year. When you don't have all your bullets together, you're not totally in sync. New offensive line, new quarterback. Uh, they could throw some exotic coverages, get lucky, and, and make it a game. Okay, so I think they come out and play this like a real game with their starters and try to get that lead. I, I know both quarterbacks are going to play, and I, that's been talked about to death. But, boy, tell me the last time a two-quarterback system's really done it and tell me which one's famous, and there you go. You're both kind of reeling through them. I mean, Joe Montana and Steve Young didn't rotate, but they were both in the same place. Uh, I mean, Tom it, it, Brady and Drew Henson. Yeah, I mean, it's a really a tough thing to pull off. But I love the idea of your backup having that experience, having enough confidence in a second kid that, man, this kid deserves it. And in this day and age of recruiting, you want to send the backup somewhere else? Don't play him. Sit him on the bench and treat him like a second-class citizen and don't give him any reps or development. Don't give him any film to put out for the NFL. Don't give him any chance to prove himself. I think that's a whole new thing we're talking about with many positions at Ohio State, not just quarterback. I think you're going to see rotations when we get the lead. You know, you'll see the, the new faces get in there and you'll give these guys a chance. Uh, where I mean, I remember days in the past where that score would go to 60 and there'd still be the ones or, you know, the starters in there. I think it's a new day at all positions, not just quarterback. A quarterback's the most visible. It's the most visible competition. People won't notice the other rotations as much. Um, so obviously, Ohio State should dominate. Uh, that prediction's a pretty easy one. But I, I think it, it, you've got to play this one the first half for blood because the first game of the year, uh, pick six in the first quarter, and, you know, Youngstown State's giving you a fit. You know, so Indiana can do it. One sec, Bill. I want to show this. Uh... Someone made a great point here that we have trailed Rushman. OSU has trailed the half of the last four games. They've opened on the road for opened on the road for a Big Ten game. Um, I don't think they'll get off to so much of a slow start, but we shall see. Bill, your thoughts on the game? Uh, Indiana has, I think, somewhere between twenty-two, as I see here, and twenty-five transfers. That does not bode well. For your first game, there are times when playing someone first in a season can be a challenge because they can scheme for you all year. I'm not sure what Indiana could possibly do besides get some Colts to come over and play for them to make this competitive. Your thoughts? Well, one thing, several things that I look at, um, and I saw that day, Dan. I think I saw where there is 23 transfer kids. Yep. That's a ton of them, and that that did work for Michigan State a couple years ago. If you remember, they brought in all those transfer kids in Michigan State. It worked for them. I don't think it's going to work really for Indiana in to the level of being able to challenge Ohio State. Um, one thing I think that will be interesting is that both teams have are going to be having uh, unproven 
quarterbacks starting for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, I don't even think Indiana's officially named their starting quarterback yet, if I'm not mistaken. Always a good sign. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be Taven Jackson, but I don't think that's official yet. So um, you're going to – I think uh, Ohio State – Indiana also has, like Ohio State, an unproven offensive line at this point. So I think in the case of this game, when you're looking at JT Tuimolo-Al, you're looking at Mike Hall, you're looking at Jack Sawyer, Tyreek Williams, those guys, I'm not sure you want a, an untested, unproven – offensive line with a new quarterback going against those guys. So I, I, I'm really interested to see how dominant Ohio State's defense can be. And then back to the quarterbacks, I'm interested to see Devin Brown. We've seen at least a little bit of Kyle McCord. And Ryan Day has said Devin Brown's going to play. We have not seen him. So I'm going to be interested to see how he plays. And if we are talking at the end of this game about should Devin Brown be the quarterback or not, Will we be talking about that? Who knows? You know, I think that'll be one of the interesting things to see this week. Oh, that's going to be definitely interesting to how the quarterbacks play. I wouldn't be surprised, uh, given the fact that we're, like you said, Bill, we have an unproven offensive line. Offensive linemen uh, definitely prefer to run the football and establish their dominance. So I would not be surprised if they come out and just pound Indiana into the ground on the first half. And then it's over the top and try and get Marvin the Heisman maybe in the second half. But uh, we shall see. We will be back with these guys on Tuesday. They will have a complete update on what they saw over the weekend. We appreciate you guys stopping by. Have a good one, Buckhunters. hero arrives i am ready is there anyone stronger no tougher no funnier i do not make jokes i make warriors knuckles now streaming only on paramount plus yes